When was the last time you made a spending decision in your business? How did it feel? Did you make it with intention or was it a bit of a painful process? Perhaps there's something right now that you'd love to invest in and you can see the benefit of it, but you're stalling. Here's the thing. If we're to be successful business owners, we need to master the skill of making empowered spending decisions with intention. That means saying yes when is the right thing for our businesses and saying no when that's the right move. But that's easier said than done sometimes, isn't it? Because of that big old bully, fear, who likes to get in our way and push us around and tell us we can't do things. On today's show, I want to share with you the five-step framework that I use to make intentional and empowered spending decisions in my business. The last step in particular is going to blow your socks off because it's the one thing that's going to make the difference between spending like the boss that you are and having those spending decisions largely pan out or feeling remorseful because you're investment didn't work out or worse feeling remorseful because you failed to take the leap in the first place. I'm also going to share with you the two things that I always readily and happily spend money on. These are the very two things that have been instrumental to my success. Most of all though I want you to feel like you have a go-to process for making decisions not based on fear but based on what is truly going to serve you and your business. Are you ready to learn how to make better business spending decisions? Then let's Let's do it. Let's go to the show. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast, bringing you strategy, mindset, and a dash of woo. If you want to learn how you can balance motherhood and money making beautifully, if you want to learn the strategy, mindset, and manifestation tips you need to do more of what lights you up, attract more ideal clients, make more money, and enjoy more time freedom, if you want to create this vision of success because you are a mother, not in spite of it, then you are in the right place, my love. I'm your host, success coach, business mentor, mother, and tea drinker, Corey Javid. So join me while we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, my love. How are you? It's Corrie here from CorrieJavid.com. I've just had a second cup of tea. I'm on that tea high. (laughs) And I just recorded another Instagram story, some behind the scenes of my limitless life, still talking about spending over there. Had a little bit of a gap because I'm not going to deny it, got a little bit distracted with all the <laughs> birthday celebrations going on here, but I'm back on track with that. So if you haven't been, follow me on Instagram at Cory Javid and check out my highlights because I am amalgamating those stories over there. I want to talk to you today about how to make better business spending decisions. Today is actually episode 88. 88. How cool is that? I can't believe that we are getting dangerously close to 100. I'm going to have to do something super fun for that one. So before we dig into better business spending decisions, I want to tell you a really brief story about one of my clients and her manifestation story in particular. You know I love a manifestation story. I have had so many amazing, magical manifestation stories myself. And yes, there are lots of regular manifestation stories like you know if I go and pay for a spa day myself well that still counts as a manifestation right but you know the kind that I mean those ones that feel extra magical so 
This lady and I had a money mindset intensive together. It's a two-hour call where we literally just dig into mindset and uncover what are the things holding you back in terms of your limiting beliefs around money and the stories that you're carrying with you around money which aren't serving you. So she and I dug into several different aspects of that and it's obviously a very personal thing always and different for everybody but one of the themes that we uncovered was that she had this story that she didn't want to ask the universe to say surprise and delight her with unexpected money she was quite attached to this idea that it was all on her and she had to put in the work to receive the money now of course with the law of attraction also is coupled the law of action. We do need to take action, but we can also be open to being surprised and delighted by the universe, which helps us to be open to receiving and which is why it's an important thing to tackle if it's something that it's difficult for you. So that's what she and I were talking about in part was this idea of really opening up and really opening herself up to receive and trusting that if she is clear on her intentions and her intentions come from a true and pure place, which knowing this woman, that can only be true, right? She's not a terrible villain (laughs) by any stretch of the imagination. That if she does that, that surprise circumstances, unexpected abundance, amazing opportunities can come her way without some kind of price or cost because she was quite worried that that would be the price to pay that perhaps something bad would have had to transpire in order for her to benefit from the thing. So that's a a story that many of you might resonate with, that you're worried that if you ask for something or you open yourself up to receiving, that it might come at either a personal cost or sacrifice or the suffering of somebody else might be involved. So that was one of the things that we worked on. And this was on Tuesday. And on Wednesday... (laughs) She contacted me to say that her mother had received some unexpected money, quite a significant sum of unexpected money, and had just deposited £50 into her bank account as little treat and little present because it felt fun because this money had come to her mother unexpectedly she wanted to pass some on to her daughter and so I loved how fast the universe responded and showed her that it's okay to open up to receiving unexpected abundance and that it can come in a beautiful way that benefits everybody involved such a cool story I love how fast manifestation can work like that Okay, so let's talk about how to make better business spending decisions. I've been having this conversation with a few of my one-to-one clients recently around spending decisions in their business as people are looking towards next year and considering the money that they've made or are projecting to make. It's natural to think about, well, what am I doing with the money that's coming into my business? What's next for me? How am I growing my business? And from there, naturally, there are spending decisions and reinvestment decisions. One of the things that I talked about on an earlier episode when I was diving into profit margins was that, and by the way, we can link that up in the show notes for you, was that reinvestment has been a big factor in my business. So I'm always reinvesting in my business, not every single penny, of course, but a significant sum. So although my business is making amazing money, it doesn't mean I'm taking 100% of that home. And so 
if you've been having any questions around this, like my clients have in terms of like when to reinvest, how much, how often, or just looking for some support with spending decisions, this episode is going to be the thing for you. It's going to be the ticket. Um, And I wanted to bring this conversation to the show for that very reason, because I know that our tendency is often to make spending decisions based on the wrong thing. Yes. And I want to save you from that. You see, I know that my spending decisions in my business are in part responsible for the fact that I've grown my business to six figures and beyond with relative ease. But before we dig in, I'd love you to just check in with yourself and see where you're at on the spending spectrum when it comes to your business. Maybe you feel paralyzed by fear anytime you need to spend money in your business and try to just spend as little as humanly possible. Or maybe you've made some spending decisions that didn't pan out and you're still kind of stinging from those and feeling maybe guilty or perhaps beating yourself up about it. And it makes you feel like you don't know if you can trust yourself to make good spending decisions now. Or maybe you feel like you always seem to be paying for something in your business and it makes you feel like there's never enough money because it's always flowing out and not enough is flowing in. Or maybe you just agonize over those spending decisions and weigh them up for ages and feel afraid to actually just decide. If any of that resonated with you, you're in the right place today, grab a pen and a paper because... I'm going to be sharing some very specific advice for you today, and I think it'll be useful to have notes on this to hand that you can refer to the next time a business spending decision comes up. Here's the thing, though. You're not going to get very far with zero investment in your business, right? So businesses need certain things in order to operate. That is just a fact. And despite the fact there are many people online extolling the virtues of starting a business on a shoestring, fact of the matter is that businesses do need investment at different points. Now, that's not to say that you need a huge cash injection to start or otherwise your business will fail. No, that's not true. You can absolutely start up lean. You can absolutely do a lot yourself if you are willing to spend the time instead of the money. So don't misunderstand me. But in order to grow your business, you want to be making smart spending decisions, right? And I've made all manner of spending decisions in my business. Most of them have paid off, but definitely not all. And actually, that's okay. It's not about being perfect. And I'm also not going to tell you today what to invest in for your business to grow. But what I will do is but rather what I want to do is to give you a framework that you can use to make informed and intentional decisions that serve you and your business. And this is the way that I make spending decisions in my business. And I will tell you what I consistently choose to spend money on in my business, because it might get you thinking about yours in that way. Before we can dig into the framework, though, Here is the other purpose of the framework. It's to save you from making decisions based on fear. Fear, big fat fear. (laughs) It's, It's that thing that could get in our way, can't it? And particularly fears that arise due to limiting beliefs and negative stories about money that come from our past conditioning and our belief system. 
And this is the biggest single thing that I see standing in between business owners and success, not the spending, but the fear, the fear that particularly relates to money, which is why I'm always talking about money and money mindset on the show, because I don't want that to be you. I don't want your fears around money to be standing between you and abundance, right? Because it's kind of ironic that the fears that we may have around money are the very things that keep us from earning and enjoying and receiving and having more of it. (laughs) So, Our goal is not to eliminate fear, unrealistic, we're humans, but simply to acknowledge it, see it for what it is, understand it, and then have this framework in place to make an empowered decision. Does that make sense? However, if you can recognize that you do feel a lot of fear around spending money, you'll find it harder to earn. That's just how it is. Because if you feel that kind of fear around spending, then you're in lack mode, says the person who used to be a resident of lack village, lack city. (laughs) So in which case, the biggest favor that you can do yourself if you are feeling a lot of fear around money, whether it's spending or making sales and asking for money, the biggest favor you can do yourself and your business and your bank balance in that case is to heal your relationship with money only then can you actually welcome more of it with ease into your life. That's been my experience for sure. And it's the experience of all of my one-to-one clients and women inside of Limitless Money. If that resonates with you and you are feeling that fear, I would really strongly suggest that you do something to work on your money mindset. And, you know, if it were me, I would get on the wait list for Limitless Money, which is opening up again next year, which you can do at corriejavid.com forward slash limitless. So you see, when we make spending decisions for our business based on fear, we're rooted in this lack mindset. And when we make decisions based on fear, we don't often make the best ones for ourselves or our business. And we end up doing silly things like telling ourselves we quote unquote can't afford something, which I don't know, costs less than say, 50 pounds or dollars, but that thing could save us hours, maybe even days worth of time maybe even days or weeks worth of time, time which could be used serving another client for considerably more or otherwise making more sales. See, silly fear. When we let fear make the decisions, it doesn't make the best ones. Or we can do things like make comparisons which don't actually make sense. Like I need to spend this, let's just go with 50 pounds, but instead of thinking about what it would or perhaps wouldn't do for my business, I'm thinking about the fact that my daughter needs new school shoes or that it would pay for that latest plastic abomination of a toy that she keeps us for. See, again, silly fear. It's creeping in, making you doubt what you're doing. And here's the other thing that we need to always, always remember. Fears are not facts. I know they feel like it. It can feel scary. That's the point of fear, right? But they're not facts. They're just thoughts that are producing this fearful feeling. And the fear really when it comes to spending decisions in your business is the fear of the unknown. Because whenever you are spending money in your business, there isn't very rarely an actual guarantee. So there's an element of the unknown with it. And that's what can provoke that fear part of our brain, the part of our brain that wants to keep us safe and stuck exactly glued to the spot where we are. So if any of that is ringing true for you, before you dig into using the framework, if there is a particular business decision that involves spending that you're looking at making right now, then, and you know that you are feeling these fears, I would suggest doing like a fear download, by which I mean just get a blank piece of paper and a pen and just write out, just let it all out. 
when it's bouncing around in our heads, it is controlling us and we can't just kind of separate ourselves from those fear-based thoughts so often. But when we can put them on paper, then we can become the observer and becoming the observer immediately puts us into more of a position of power because we can have a look at the fear and say, okay, is this legitimate? Sometimes they are legitimate fears. Sometimes there's then things that we can do to help mitigate against the perceived risks that we see that we're fearful of. And often many of the other fears are not actually founded and aren't based in any kind of fact and we can see them for what they are, acknowledge them, but then make the decision from a place of fact and more empowered decision making. Does that make sense? So definitely do a fear download if you need to. And then let's take back control of our business spending decisions, shall we? Here's the thing, it's your business and your money. You get to decide how to spend it. No one can make that decision for you. Don't let fear make the decision for you. And so let's get into my framework for making decisions that serve you so that you can spend your money with intention or choose not to spend it, but with the same amount of intention. So step number one, ask yourself this, is it in line with my goals, priorities, and current focus? This is a really important one because this helps mitigate against the dreaded shiny object syndrome. You know what I mean when somebody convincing comes along with some kind of Facebook ad and makes you think that, oh, this is what I need. This thing over here, I'm going to start doing this thing. Um, it's very easy for us to fall into that trap, says the person who wandered off the path of her own focus and goals several times in her first year in business and is now really on the lookout for <laughs> the shiny object syndrome to make sure it doesn't happen again. So it's a really great question to avoid that. It also helps you make decisions which are in alignment with where you want to go. So it sounds like quite an obvious place to start, but it's amazing how often you can forget to ask yourself this question when faced with a business decision. Because here's what happens is if we're not being intentional and we don't have this framework, fear can just come whooshing in crowd your view and all you can see is the big fat fear and you can't actually look around it under it behind it to see the spending decision for what it is and ask yourself the right questions right so having got fear out of the way by doing the fear download and writing it all down and getting it kind of all out of your head then you can ask yourself these great questions so number one is it in line with your goals priorities and focus now if you can't answer that because you don't know what they are then don't make any spending decisions my love until you're really clear on your goals your priorities and your focus if you want something to help you with that not only to set yourself goals in the right way which is not smart goals don't believe in those <laughs> but set them in the right way and then go ahead and use my five-step approach to manifest them you can head over to the limitless mother template shop and find the manifest your money goals template that's going to really help you. But if you do have goals and priorities and focus and you know where you're going, make sure that this spending decision is very much in alignment with it. Now, it doesn't mean that you never do it if it's not in alignment, but maybe it's not a priority right now. And maybe you save spending that money in that way for an opportunity later down the road when that is your new area of focus. So for example, if your goal is to get fully booked with one-to-one uh, -one clients and have a waiting list, then spending money right now on something that helps you to create a passive income stream would probably not be in line with your priorities, right? Whereas 
if you could spend money learning how to improve your sales core conversions in this same example, then that would be money spent much more in alignment with your goals. Or perhaps if that is your goal to fully book your waiting list and you find not only are sales calls difficult for you, but you're actually just avoiding them. Maybe it's your money mindset you need to work on. My point being, think about what is it that you need to get to where you want to go and is this spending decision in alignment with it? So quite straightforward. That was number one. Number two, what results are possible and what is the long-term potential ROI? So ROI being return on investment. Now, did you notice those two Ps there? possible and potential. This is the thing with investments, my love, in your business is that there are no guarantees and you're generally paying for possibility and potential. And so it's worth looking at that in a wider and longer term sense. One of the mistakes that I see people making with business spending decisions is looking purely at the term of the thing that they're investing in. And maybe it doesn't have a term, so maybe it doesn't apply, or but maybe you're just only looking at the short term of it. Using that example that we just used of spending money on improving your sales skills, well, have a think about what the long-term ROI of that would be you wouldn't just be able to make more sales in the time frame that you're learning those skills, right? If you absolutely nail your ability to make sales and feel totally confident about selling in your business, your business is transformed for life. <laughs> and this is one of the things that I feel really passionate about teaching, just FYI. This is the thing that we need to always consider when we're considering Spending decisions is what is the long-term ROI, if, particularly if it's a skill, if it's a skill that you're learning, that's the sort of thing that could see you through until the end of time in, in that particular example. Or is it something that is going to keep serving your business again and again? Is it something, are you investing in something that you can keep selling again and again or something that enables you to sell in a more automated way? And the things to look for in particular are money and time when it comes to the return. So the return doesn't have to be financial always for it to be a good and smart spending decision. It could be literally buying back time because that time itself then has an opportunity value attached to it. So if you have bought yourself back some time by making a spending decision in your business, there is an amount associated with that time that you've saved. Let's say you save yourself an hour a month. Could you be serving an extra client a month or making an extra widget or pair of socks or whatever you make in your business. Why do I always use socks as an example? It's very odd. You get my point though. Could you be using that time that you buy back to do a money-making activity? And in which case, what is the potential return on that? So we have to see the bigger picture with spending decisions. It's not just short term, it's longer term too. And also look at the opportunity there to gain from say the time that you've saved, if that's one of the features of this particular spending decision. And the other thing to note here is that return on investment isn't only tangible. It's not only money. It is things like time, but it's also things like skills or mindset shifts. Those are not to be underestimated. I am glad to have spent considerable money in really transforming my mindset. And that keeps paying me dividends. That is the cash cow that I am milking. Does that make sense? So, 
have a think about how much would this thing or skill or person or whatever you're investing in increase my revenue, my bottom line in my business? How much time could I save? And what's the opportunity gain of that time? If I took that time and used it wisely to make more sales in my business, how much would that equate to potentially? Or is it just actually you're paying for an improvement in your lifestyle? Maybe you're buying back that time because currently you're feeling burnt out and actually this could be the thing to make you feel happier and more balanced and I don't know more present with your family you've got to consider it from all angles so have a think about all of the different returns and the potential that you're really buying into here the other thing to consider is that most often when we make a purchase decision we are actually going after a feeling or an essence of the thing so be really clear with yourself about what that is so in terms of that buying back time, maybe you are buying a feeling of balance, you know, and maybe that's the feeling that you're really going after. Have a think about whatever it is for you and be clear about that because then that can help inform your spending decision. Okay, so we've looked at what the potential gains are, but number three, the next thing to ask yourself is what is the opportunity cost? And again, this is something that I see overlooked too often. So, Many times when we're making a spending decision, we will look at the opportunity cost of that money in terms of, well, if I spend this money on this particular thing, it means that I don't have this money to spend on that particular thing. Now, that is a smart thing to be doing. Keep doing that as long as the two things you're comparing are both within your business. (laughs) Don't fall into that trap that I was talking about of blurring and blending decisions when it comes to your business and your family life. When you're making business spending decisions, you need to really have your CEO hat on and be making it in the best interest of the business. Because really, when you think about it, if it's in the best interest of the business, long term, that's going to be in your best interest, right? Because if your business is booming and making you money and operating in a way that frees up your time, you're going to be happier, your family going to be wealthier, all the things. But it's easy for us to way up, I'd say erroneously, in the short term, the cost of something versus how that money might serve us short term in our personal life. So make it just from a business point of view. But have a look at the opportunity cost. So, you know, if you are spending on, I don't know, PR, you might not have money for a website. If you're spending money on your website, you may not have money for a photo shoot. If you're spending money on a photo shoot, you may not have money for, I don't know, for that course you've seen, whatever. Like there's always an opportunity cost. And again, once you've answered that first question, which is, is this in line with my goals and priorities? It helps here because it helps you to make sure that, the things that you're saying no to are the things that you should be deprioritizing because the thing that you're saying yes to is most in alignment with your goals and focus. Does that make sense? So you're saying yes to the things that align with your focus and therefore saying no to things that can wait or just aren't in alignment with what you want to be doing right now. It's important to consider though the flip side because I think too often we say yes to things and we don't really think through what we're saying no to. Now, we might do it in that purely financial way, but here's the other element that I want you to consider here. What are you delaying? And also, what are you going to need to spend time on if you say yes to this investment? So 
more often than not, with a business spending decision, you need to be putting some time or focus or energy into the investment, whatever that thing is, to get it working for you. There's no point buying a course if you're not going to complete it. There's no point buying some software if you're not going to implement it. There's no point buying a template from the Limitless Mother template shop if you're not going to go ahead and get it done. <laughs> you know, there's no point paying for coaching if you're not going to show up for the course. You get the idea. But that's something that you need to consider and using the time for this spending decision, whatever this thing is that you're investing in, what, how are you going to find that time? Where is it going to come from? And what does that mean that you need to deprioritize and say no to at least temporarily? But just go into it with that intention of making the decision, having considered both sides. Now, number four is a great question to ask here because you've looked at all the kind of facts and the what is right now, but a question I always like to ask myself, and it may or may not sway my decision, but I think it's really important context to have, is what would the future me do? So it's important that you always have an idea of your future you in your head. So I've talked about this before in a previous episode, which I think is called How to Be a Six-Figure Business Owner. But the concept is really that you want to be in touch with the future you for which the goals and dreams and desires that you have right now are already true and already reality. And when we can make our decisions from our future self, we're actually making decisions that are in alignment with where we want to go rather than making decisions based on our current or even past selves, which I see people falling into the trap of. So making decisions based on the fact that, oh, I made what I feel like was a bad decision previously. I can't trust myself. I'm not going to make a good decision here. I'm worried about it. Do you see how that clouds things? or basing the decision on evidence that you have so far. So you tell yourself, well, this isn't actually a good spending decision for me because I don't have any evidence that I could actually make this thing that I'm going towards and that this investment is going to help me move towards. I couldn't make it happen. I don't know that I could. So I'm not going to trust that. See, that's why it's important to fast forward to the future you, the even more successful you, the, the you that's living that dream life that's currently a dream for you right now and ask yourself, what would the future me do? So I do this all the time. So before I was a six-figure business owner, I would always ask myself, what would the six-figure me do. And now that I'm working on heading towards seven figures, I'm always asking myself, what would the seven figure me do? It helps just to put me in that mindset, which is just great mindset practice anyway. But also it means that I can decide if this is a spending choice that I could actually use as a mindset upgrade. Because sometimes it's like, a bit of a leap or a little bit of an act of faith making a spending decision in our business. And that can be a really great thing because it can make you level up. If you see that this is a thing that's going to help you get to where you want to go and help you become that future you and you say yes to it right now, you are saying yes to being that future you right now. Do you see? And you can use that transformation process that can come from making this kind of transaction. I'm going to talk about that even more on an upcoming episode soon because it's something that can be really magical when it's deployed in the right way. But for now, I'd love you just to have a think about whether or not you are making this decision from a place of right now or the past or if you have at least checked in with the future you and 
how the future you would feel about this decision. It's important to get clear on that. Now, it might be that you decide that actually, yes, the future me would immediately jump at this, but for this reason, I'm not going to now. But now that I know that's something that I would do, I'm going to keep that very much in my line of sights and it's going to be something that I'm working towards. Okay, so it doesn't mean that it always has to sway your decision, but it's important to really consider it. And then the fifth part of the framework is the most important part, actually. Once you have made the decision, once you have made the decision either way, using these preceding questions, you need to ask yourself, how committed am I to showing up for this investment? This is really crunch time. The success or failure of a business spending decision, either way, whether you're saying yes to spending or no to spending, has far more to do with your commitment to the result. Does that make sense? So when you are making a spending decision, you're going after a particular result. It's at least a step on the path of the way there. And so if you can be committed to show up for your investment, it has far more likely to work. Whether that's small or large, it's all the same in that respect. We really need to be committed to our spending decisions. So either committed to the decision to not spend on this thing now and knowing your reasons why and feeling fully intentional about that and backing yourself to do that, or feeling totally committed to the decision to say yes to whatever it is and to go ahead and invest, then you need to really step up and show up for that investment to make damn sure that it works out. (laughs) And whether or not you do that is made easier by making a certain type of pact with yourself in advance. And this is what I do. And this is what I would love to suggest that you do too. So anytime I make a spending decision in my business, I am making a leap of faith. Because like I said, there are very rarely guarantees. And that could be a small leap of faith or a big leap of faith, but it's a leap of faith nonetheless. And so I make this pact with myself. I decide that I am making this work no matter what. I decide that I'm backing myself by doing this. I'm placing my trust in myself. I decide that I am investing in myself with intention because I see anytime I invest in my business, it's really an investment in myself and my future. And I promise myself, and I'd say this is the most important part, I promise myself that in addition to being committed to making this work, I will also be kind to myself if it doesn't pan out the way that I intend it to. That can be the biggest favor you do yourself, my love, when it comes to business spending decisions. And that is the thing that people fail to do and which erodes their trust in themselves. And you know, I talk about trust being a huge factor in success when it comes to trusting yourself in your business. It's a big deal. If you can promise yourself that you're going to be kind to yourself and not beat yourself up, if this doesn't go the way that you hoped it would go, that is a massive win already (laughs) because it means that you don't waste time feeling bad if it doesn't go the right way. It means that you are more available to notice and learn the lessons in that moment if it doesn't go how you want it to. And it means that you don't prevent yourself from backing yourself in the future and trusting yourself and making the necessary leaps that we need to make from time to time as entrepreneurs and business owners because you had that one time that it didn't work out and now you feel like you can't trust yourself ever again. So if you promise yourself 
in advance that you won't do that. That is going to be one of the things that is fundamental to making successful business decisions because you've committed to showing up and making it work no matter what to the best of your ability, but you've also committed to being kind to yourself if it doesn't pan out. So I want to tell you briefly things that I happily spend my money on in my business in terms of reinvesting and channeling profits into things other than directly into my bank account and pocket. (laughs) But it's your call, of course. I'm just sharing this so that you get a little bit of insight into what I do and what I think, but it's your call. It's your business. I just want to empower you to make the decisions that best serve you. So there are two things that I will always happily and readily spend money on in my business. They probably won't come as surprises if you know me at all. The first is buying back time. Time is the most precious and not renewable in any way that I know <laughs> resource that we have. And so I'm always looking for ways to preserve my time that I have to work in my zone of genius, but also preserve my time so that I can continue growing my business while working 25 hours and being the kind of present parent that I generally aim to be. So this is the only way to grow your business without training hours for dollars or pounds yourself is that you need to get on board with the idea of buying back time, even before it's comfortable, even before it feels sensible, even before you feel quote unquote ready. That was the discomfort that I had to experience um, and still do and still am happy to do that because sometimes when we make investments in time, we're doing it before it feels justified. And it's easy to wait until things feel justified and so often then it's too late. So the first time that I hired um, help in my business, when I hired Carly for a few hours at first every week, it felt like a leap because I didn't know that I could guarantee that I'd be able to cover that cost going forward. But I knew that buying that time would mean that I could serve more clients and make more money. So I trusted myself to do that. And It has always paid off when I have invested in time and buying back time. So for me, that's looked like support in terms of accounting, having a cleaner, my VA or now as she is an OBM, my tech VA, podcast production, graphic design. None of these are my zones of genius. So that is buying back significant amounts of time for me. And I've done it in a staged approach. So I didn't just go out and hire all of those people on one day. And so it's not about suggesting that you do the same, but it's about suggest. I do want to suggest that you have a look at where you're spending your money and are you using it to buy back time that you can use to either maintain the balance that you desire or to make more money. And I also spend money on time in terms of creating shortcuts. I will always happily pay to shortcut my way to success. I think there's no shame in that game, (laughs) obviously, because that's what I'm basically providing you with in the Limitless Mother template shop. And so um, I do that in many ways. So I've invested in various different courses and trainings and things like that in the past, but also I continue to invest in my coach because I love learning from somebody who is several steps ahead of me and I can benefit from her mistakes and her experience and learn from them and shortcut accordingly, which is brilliant and beautiful in my mind. And the second thing I always happily and readily invest my time in is my mindset shocker. (laughs) I think this is the best investment that a person can make. When you invest in your mindset, you are saying yes to possibility and you are tapping into your limitless potential in that moment. When you truly and really understand that your reality is so shaped by your thinking, then to me, it feels obvious to want to spend time and money learning to use my most powerful tool, which is my mindset, and that's yours too, 
and the most powerful tool that we have at our disposal to my advantage. I feel certain that my success so far has been built on my mindset because I continue to invest in it. I continue to cultivate it. And my happiness has been built on my mindset. And my business is built on my mindset. You get the idea, right? My mindset is the thing that allows me to show up and create value in the world in the way that I want to and to create abundance. So investing in it is just a no-brainer for me, which sounds hilarious because we're talking about mindset. So those are the two things that I always happily spend money on. Okay, let's get to today's dash of woo. Here's what I would love you to do. If you are feeling fearful around any spending decision in your business, I would love you to use today's dash of woo before you get stuck into using the framework. So I mentioned doing the fear download. But once you've done that, once you've really shone a light on the fears that are lurking there in the dark corners of your mind... I would love you to honor that fear because that fear is just that small part of you that's trying to keep you safe. I like to think of my fears like a small child or you could think of some kind of small creature, small woodland creature. I don't know why woodland, but you get the idea. Something small and that is afraid because that's what fear is, right? And otherwise fear can feel like this big, scary, overwhelming thing. It doesn't have to be. So to me, I think of fear like a small child who is afraid of the unknown because that is what fear is trying to prevent us from, is to stepping into the unknown. And maybe even you can see that fear as a small child or creature yourself, but I would love you to notice it. I would love you to hear what it has to say. That's the point of that fear download. And I'd love you to kind of embrace it, but just allow it for a moment because you just acknowledge that that part of your brain is trying to keep you safe. What I like to do in my mind's eye is to kind of hug my fear. That might sound a bit too woo for you, but hey, this is a dash of woo. And then I like to kind of think of it as, because I feel like the fear was in the way and like shouting and screaming in my face. And so I kind of just listen to the fear and just allow it and understand where it's coming from and acknowledge it and honor it. And then I kind of take the fear to my side and like take it under my wing, if you will, and like wrap my arm around it to one side and kind of tuck it in. So it's still there, but it's not in front of me and it's not calling the shots. And then in front of both of us together, I kind of sweep my arm in front of me and I project the future that is possible, the future possibility, the limitless potential that's available. And I see myself as if in a film, that future me that we talked about, living my next level dream life, doing the kinds of things that are on my vision board right now. I'd love you to do the same. See if you can pull fear into your side rather than be out in front of you and together look at what's possible out there. What would that future you be doing? Have a look at your future dream life. What are the things that you're imagining? And how does that future you feel? How does that future you make spending decisions? What would that future version of you do? Do that, honor the fear in that way, but then tuck it to one side and look to the future and look to possibility and then go ahead and use the framework. All right. I hope you have enjoyed today's show, my love. I hope that by sharing this framework with you, it's helped you to understand how best to approach your next business spending decision. And I hope you use it as just that go-to tool that you can use again and again. It's so easy to leap in or even run away when we're trying to make a spending decision, but having this to hand helps you get intentional. And I know that you want to be intentional, right? 
And I'm also hoping that by hearing about how I invest, that it's provided you with some insight too, because I know that investing in time and investing in my mindset have been huge game changers for me. So I just wanted to share that with you. So if today's show has given you a bit of an aha moment in that you've realized that you've got some work to do as those fears keep popping up and are very much tied to what you've been believing about money and how you're feeling about money, then we can do something about that. Did you know this? It's true. Sign up to the waitlist for the next round of Limitless Money over at corriejavid.com forward slash limitless. This is my groundbreaking all audio course designed to transform your relationship with money. How great would that feel? And teach you how to upgrade your mindset. And from there, your financial reality on repeat with ease. So good, right? I love this work. It's like my favorite thing I've ever created. <laughs> Head over to corriejavid.com forward slash limitless if you want to be one of the first to find out and benefit from an exclusive waitlisters bonus. If you want to find out more about today's show, you can do so over at the show notes, which you can find right inside that podcast player, that podcast app that you have, or you can head over to corriejavid.com forward slash podcast forward slash better spending decisions. Go and make your decisions with empowerment, my love. You can do it. Love you. Bye. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you so much. If you've enjoyed listening to today's show, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher so you don't miss out on any episodes. It would make my day, possibly even my week, if you could spare a minute and leave a review over on iTunes. And because I value your time so much, each month, one lucky reviewer will win a free success coaching call with yours truly. So if you'd love for us to pinpoint and then work through that one thing that's currently standing between where you are now and where you want to be, then definitely leave a review for your chance to win. Until next time, remember, you are limitless.